Hello again. Now three chairs from much needed but often overlooked pair of organs. Mr and Mrs Kidney. Sitting as they do at the rear of the abdomen. In a lean body you can press them between a pair of hands as they float on a bed of fatty tissue and pulsing with a large artery and a vein. The cartoon replication of these little things, and indeed they're not that big, isn't often correct. They're all kinds of sizes and shapes, in fact. Perhaps 11 centimetres in length, in other words, slightly over 4 inches. And as we age, in particular in late middle age onwards, the principal sort of filtrating bits start to falter incrementally, losing nephrons and thus kidney bulk, a bit like our muscles do. But like our, well, like the rest of us, <laughs> they doggedly do their job, rarely failing, although lots of things are out there potentially causing or accelerating their decline. Kidneys, as well as regulating our fluid status, in both volume and ingredients, of course, as they filter our blood constantly, play a really important part in producing other things. Um, producing red cell numbers, vitamin D activation, as calcium function, and blood pressure important hormones such as renin. Or a million plus nephrons in each kidney do all this thanklessly, basking and doing this as we sleep, eat, watch TV, browse Instagram and other important social media outlets in modern Arnhemann life. Mm. That was a bit tongue-in-cheek. Kibyakini's content, though, is based on a few simple things. All part, of course, of a healthy lifestyle. Obviously, adequate fluid intake, producing nice clear urine in this nice warm weather. A healthy diet, come on, we all know what that looks like. Yes, more greens, more leafy stuff, more fruit and veg. Not smoking, boring. Moderate alcohol intake, for some, ditto. And then the disorders that can critically affect our kidney function. High blood pressure and diabetes. These conditions may accelerate nephron loss, damage the tiny filtration tubing, in particular diabetes, resulting in bits of initially small sort of proteins leaking out, then larger bits. The principal one of this being um, albumin, a bit like egg white in character. At the same time as this is happening, our waste disposal sort of functions then start to incrementally falter a bit too. We can measure our kidney function via a blood test, the so-called EGFR, an estimated glomerular filtration rate, which obviously <laughs> is very straightforward, not for some, whilst obviously checking a urine sample too for, say, protein loss. Routinely done on those dipsticks. It looks completely normal. We can send it off to the lab for so-called microalbumin, tiny bits of protein we can't actually measure on our sticks. Looking at the numbers and what they mean can be a bit tricky. It needs to sort of be taking lots of factors into account, and they can change constantly, depending on your health status. Sudden illness can tweak this kidney function down, then it pings back. What we term AKI, acute kidney injury sometimes. In simple terms though, in EGFR in numbers of over 90 being normal, and as this figure falls, we look at so-called CKD disease, chronic kidney disorder. Don't be frightened of that term. 
That's severe. Below 15, end stage 5, which equates to, well, renal failure, often meriting or needing dialysis. Some are very alarming, but it isn't many. If you are advised, oh, your recent blood test shows CKD3, do not be alarmed. <laughs> this is extremely common, particularly in the middle age and over. And if it's completely sort of silent, you wouldn't know anything about it. Totally stable and just needs checking from time to time. Certain things though can really upset the kidney functions and often purchase quite innocently over the counter. They really can. All fine <laughs> in usage for occasional headaches, sore joints etc but not long term or in high doses. We're talking here really what we call non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Aspirin, ibuprofen, diclofenic and the rest. All these ingredients are fine, but they do impede renal blood flow. And if added to, say, relative dehydration, this can spell sudden real trouble. Sometimes you regularly see this <laughs> Father parish walk, of course. There you are, gobbling down all those low-dose ibuprofen. They're fine, as your feet, your knees, or whatever actually starts to ache. Not too much food, not enough fluids. Results, A.K.I. Off you drop to A&E, feeling sick, vomiting. Oh, it's too much sun. Oh no, my kidneys have failed. They're at 5%. I need short-term dialysis. Oh yes. <laughs> we see this again and again. So please, never, ever do this. Okay, post-exercise, rest, expect some protein loss and all those sore muscles pushed out by your kidneys. So rehydrate. Don't take loads of anti-inflammatories. Maybe a bit later when you're all sort of settled down, but just occasionally. Lots of the medications are also filtered by the kidneys and they can affect the kidney function too. Sometimes in good, sometimes in negative ways. Things like ACE inhibitors or ARBs, water tablets, lots of other things we treat high blood pressure with. And the medications can affect them too. So if your doctor, medical advisor, is suggesting a ready kidney check, and on the blood test form, that little bit of paper, you see EGFR. Well, you know exactly now what that's for. Simple-ish, isn't it? Well, perhaps or perhaps not. I'll tell you next week. Cheerio.